You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to this week's Attacking Scrum podcast. We are now up to what are we on? episode fifteen. Fifteen, I think. Fifteen, yeah. So we've made up. We've made it through to our first fifteen, and uh, that you know what a beautiful rugby analogy that is. Question is, Dan, right? Is who would be the captain of that first fifteen? Now you can't answer that because these are episodes and not players. But that's just the kind of inane chit chat you can expect across the next hour or so. Super. Aside from this, right? We have got loads to talk about, and this week. Uh, we are going to be concentrating on the the art of captaincy or leadership, which in the wake of Sam Warburton stepping down as, as Wales captain, we're going to be looking into. And as well as Dan, who you'll have already have heard from, who's in a slightly fragile state, he's been working very hard on you. Working very, very hard, yeah. yeah exactly. Late, late nights in the office. Uh, so as well as Dan, we've also got another guest joining us this week. Now, it seems only natural after having John Taylor in to see us. Uh, we also had Paul Reese last week yeah. um, join us on the phone, which is great. A big guest coming up with uh, with Sonny Parker coming in to join us as well. Former Wales international, will be with us, be with us next week. The only natural kind of successor is former Marlow reserves, Glenair Hall's unit from Southampton University captain Ollie Deuce is with us. Yeah, how about that? Hello, lads. Uh, yeah. Good to be here. Thanks hey. for having me on. Yeah, I mean, you're the, yeah, very well. Thanks. You're the only natural fit, Ollie. To be honest, like I say, after after those kind of guys, there was obvious only one choice. guy. Obvious the, choice. The obvious, yeah, a shoe in, you might mm. say. Um, <laughs> but especially with it being captaincy, you know. Just how do you, how do you go about managing the egos in Marlow reserves out of interest? It's a big job. There's uh, some big lads and some big egos that were in there back when. Uh, I had a crack at it. Um, so Nick, Ken- Nick Kennedy's brother was uh, was in that side. Yeah, that Alex point, Kennedy. Yeah. yeah, he was in there. He was He's good, massive, he was isn't he? Good player. Yeah, yeah. Not quite as big as Nick, but yeah, big. Um, yeah, and we had a few. We had a few other characters in Steve, there. So uh, Steve Ryder's son. Steve Ryder's son, Jack Ryder. Jack Ryder, yeah. Pure and simple. Sweet as the call. 
So uh, it's a hearsay reference. That so was a slightly, yeah, slightly tenuous hearsay uh, reference there for him. Um, but yeah, no, we had some we had some cracking players there. But yeah, it was with anything like that, it's just trying to get all the lads together on a Saturday afternoon and playing something vaguely coherent. So. Yeah, which must have been a considerable step up, step up from the Glen Eyre Lost Boys, Southampton University's. Premier uh, Premier Halls University team. Yeah, that was um, a slightly more social outfit. Um, <laughs> although we were pretty successful, won a won a couple of cups. So uh, yeah, can't can't complain there. But uh, yeah, again, that's as much getting lads out of bed on a Saturday, really, as much as anything. Um, yeah, and pulling them all together and uh, getting them up for a game. Yeah, it was one of the last times I was seen on a rugby pitch, putting my back out, <laughs> playing for uh, yeah. playing for Glen Eyre. We had a good go getting you off the ground for the line out, but. Yeah, struggled. Yeah, there. exactly. There were there were other people who were um, yeah, who were better uh, better equipped to stand <laughs> up in the uh, in the lineup at that stage. Second year of university, <laughs> having put on two yeah, stone, yeah, yeah. big lump. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Carrying, a, carrying a bit of extra timber, carrying extra timber, not the the svelte, uh, <laughs> svelte <laughs> individual. Down, down, yeah, 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 I've yeah. dropped I've dropped a couple of quid, which is good. You're wasting away. Uh, well, you know, trying to. All that aside, <laughs> right? We. Uh, as much as I could, I could reminisce about the good old days. Uh, Adding for Nightem, we've uh, we've got actually you know quite a, quite a big topic to talk about this week with um, with kind of Warbs standing down as as Wales captain, and I think that's you know it's kind of a perfect time to have a look at uh, this this whole kind of art of captaincy and leadership. It's something that gets banded around a lot within the press and, mm. and within the broadcast media and stuff. So I guess the first thing to start with is. Alan Wynne Jones is set to lead the side in the Six Nations. Is this the right decision? I'm going to start with you, Dan. Yeah, for me, definitely. Okay. Yeah, uh, so you're pretty sure on that? Yeah, I've been calling. Well, I would have liked to have seen it happen a little uh, little while ago, but it's perfect timing now. I think he's uh, he's in fine form and he is an out-and-out captain. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this happening. Is this, a, is this a bit of a play towards the Lions? Because he's, you know, having, having captained them, admittedly, as a stand-in in 2013... There's there's always yeah. been things about him being you know brilliant Lions material almost yeah. more than than Wales you know is this is this a play towards that he would he would be my Lions captain mm. um, I know there's a lot of there's a lot of choice out there um, and I wonder whether uh, I wonder whether Gatland uh, whether you know could he possibly could he possibly select another you know another Welsh captain um, I don't know whether this will uh, this will actually happen but it'll be we need. We need we need a bit more direction, don't we? We need we need some assistance, and he's 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 the he's the obvious man for it. So you mean you know, the the Wales side needs more direction? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mean, you can't you cannot argue with his credentials because he's been standout player for the Ospreys for the whole time he's been there. I think if you asked any Ospreys fan who's the best player, has he ever had a, has he ever had a bad game? Very rarely, very very rarely. Yeah. You know, I, I, there's nothing that springs to mind. Yeah, you know, a game when he's quiet is a game you notice that he's. He, you would notice, you know what I mean, and, that, yeah. and that's not often you say that for a second row. So he's got all the credentials there. I don't know. We've been a bit, a bit kind of ungrateful to to Warburton. No, he's done a he's done a brilliant job, um, but it's time to he needs, he, he needs to concentrate on his game, doesn't he? He's not he's not guaranteed to get mm. in the side. Um, I just think, I don't think he needs the pressure of uh, of, of, of the captaincy. Just let him let him let him get back to playing. And he, fam- he famously kind of says in his in his book and stuff mm. that he was a reluctant captain to start with you know that he didn't particularly want the captaincy when when Gatland kind of gave it to him and it was something that he kind of grew into so I suppose he's you know he's not necessarily that born leader 
Captain that Alan Jones yeah, looks like. I don't is. think it's a natural thing. You wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't look at him and think he's a natural you know, he's a natural captain. But yeah. he's done he's done exceptionally well. So hats off to him. But um it's definitely time for Alan Wynne Jones. Oh, what about you as a kind of outsider looking in? Um yeah, I mean I think uh you look at someone like um Alan Jones and you, you like you said you can't really argue with the guy's credentials, can you? He's he consistently performs you know, at the top of his game. Um, and I think the other players sort of round him in the team. He is someone you're going to look up to regardless yeah. of whether or not you make him captain or not. Um, you know, he's the kind of guy you, you kind of want to follow. Um, I think he'll be able to sort of implement, you know, or, or, or put across what the, the game plan is to everyone and get everyone on on message with that. We've seen also when he's not involved in the side, yeah. you know, just how integral he is. Yeah, it's a gaping yeah. hole, isn't it? Because yeah. on paper, you're looking at, OK, yeah, well, you're missing Alan Wynne jones but you've got Bradley Davis and Jake Ball and Charteris yeah. and Thornton and these kind of players to step in. But you really do. Now, I mean, that Australia game, no one showered themselves in glory. But And the other, the other second rows are good as well. We often think, oh, we've got some, you know, we've got some good chaps coming in. But we, we're always, we're always miss, we always miss him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that, that, does kind of, that does kind of speak volumes for him. Let's come back to you, Art. I mean, is he going to be the Lions captain? Uh, he's in with a very good shout, isn't he? Um, I think more so with the Lions, we'll probably come on to talk a bit more about the, the sort of art of captaincy and all of that sort of thing. Probably more so when you look at the Lions and you're trying to bring together a group of guys who haven't played together yeah. before, it's all the more important that everyone's got that respect and you've got that kind of credibility to back it up. So when they talk, you know, if he's not someone you're used to listening to. That you'll you know you're you're prepared to sort of go into battle with this guy. I think that's really important. So yeah, I mean, I think he stands, um, he stands every chance really of being being Lions captain. So you know, obviously there's question marks around people like Hartley now. Um, the only possible thing you might ever get is just it's second row looks very competitive, doesn't mm. it? But I mean, he's got to be he's got to be right up there for me. Yeah, I mean, this is again just to kind of wrap up on this. I'll kind of put, quickly put my. Um, put my kind of opinion in on this I do, I do think it's it's time to, to put Alan and Jones as captain because I think it's a hard thing for us to say not being inside the camp but it does look as though there is some kind of hesitancy from from Sam to want to to lead the team now Boyle accounts he asked that game that he didn't captain in the autumn he asked Howley to not captain it so he could concentrate on his game I just think well okay if that's the case and he's prepared to step down for the good of the team then you know kind of hats off Hats off to him for that. And you've got a ready-made replacement and a guy who is undoubtedly been doing the leading from within the dressing room. It's not to say Sam isn't, but Adam Jones has obviously been a huge part of, of the success that, that Wales have seen uh, in fairly recent years under Gatland. And, you know, so I, I think it, it probably is time for that. Uh, it's something else we, we ran a... Um, we ran a poll on on Facebook this week as well, which which loads of people voted on, and it was overwhelmingly in favour of of Alan and Jones. Yeah, you know, kind of there were very few kind of Sam supporters on there, but I I don't think this you know this won't it's no secret I'm a massive Sam Warburton fan. Yeah, and likewise. This, this won't turn into a, a Sam Warburton kind of slagging fest, as because I think a lot of Blues fans get defensive about it because they think kind of you know mm. Ospreys fans are out to say Alan and Jones should be captain and Tipperick should be in the side and stuff. But they're two big question marks. That's got to be a big part of it, though, surely, isn't it? That the fact that there are now question marks about who's going to play seven for you guys. 
I don't, yeah. even, I don't even think it's a question mark well, now, yeah. to be honest. I think he has to play Tipperick, given that the form that he's in and that they have constantly stressed that they want to play a, a more attacking, expansive brand of rugby. And one of the, start, the harsh realities is one of our best footballers is our open side flanker. And is, mm. is, is Warburton, by doing is, is, is he is he almost agreeing with you know the fact that that uh, Tipperick is playing this well that he's that, that he should that he should be there. He is, um, yeah, because he, he he ultimately wants the he wants the greater good, doesn't he? he? Wants to do he wants to see Wales do the right thing. So it's a it's a very uh, it's a very strong strong move by him. I think. Yeah, to, I, to, I, to, to I do out, really to come out of this and you know we've got to have a lot of respect for that. Yeah, I, I do, and I think um, I think that the selection thing is a is a big big part of it. And one of the reasons I wanted to get uh, to get Ollie on is. His big Wasps fan has seen a lot of Thomas Young this uh, yep. this year, and we'll kind of come on to him in a in a bit. But there is unprecedented competition in the back row, and if we're assuming that Tipperick is going to start at seven, right? Sam's going to have to start at six, mm. and he's got a lot of competition there, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. If we're picking, we're always harping on about playing uh, picking players on form. Yeah. And um, he's you know he wouldn't he wouldn't have he wouldn't have that six jersey. It's, in my opinion, yeah, I, th- I think a lot has been made about this form, but I don't think he's in. I don't think he's in particularly bad form. No, you know he's playing in a side that's struggling um, with Cardiff Blues, and I don't think he's been playing that badly within it. I mean, he absolutely he's probably one of the best players on the park against the Dragons. I mean, admittedly, a terrible game against a weak yeah. side, but I don't think he's in outrageously bad form. I just think the expectations are so high of Sam now, considering yeah. what he has achieved in his career. Because when he plays at his best. I genuinely think he is up there with the great sevens that we've seen, right? He can go toe-to-toe with the McCaws and the Pococks and the Hoopers yeah. and the Francois Lowe's. He is at that what level. He, what he does for us, he's the best, He's the best, isn't he? Yeah, but the game has moved on, hasn't it? Has, it? Yeah. You know, and I think he... But, but I don't know, I still think he's a... His tackling's great. He's a, he's a good enough ball carrier. He is fantastic over the ball. Mm. You know, I think he's probably still the best Wales seven over the ball. Yeah. Or the best Wales back rower over the ball, so you know I don't think we should we should chuck the baby out of the bathwater just because he's you know he's not fashionable to kind of be a Sam fan these days. I'd I'd, I'd use him. He'd, he'd start in certain games mm. and he, and I'd have him on the bench in others. That's, that's how that's, that's how I do it. And if we if we're moving on a little bit to the, for the Italy game, I wouldn't start him. I'd have him on the bench. Okay. And I'd have uh, Cracknell Cracknell at six. Wow, that's a that's a big shout. Um, he um he strikes Sam strikes me as the kind of guy as well. To be honest, I think he's that good that say you did drop him or move him to the bench or something. He he's the kind of guy who's going to respond to that as well. Yeah. So you might get that you in, in a, a positive, positive way. way yeah. Yeah, mm. you, yeah, you you might get the even more out of him. I mean, he's, he's a guy who's never really shown any signs of ego throughout yeah. the whole of his captaincy and his whole of his career has always yeah. been. You know, and you read his. Yeah, I've read his, his autobiography, and you know you see him on the kind of living with the lions DVDs and stuff, and he is just someone who's a perfectionist and works on his game. Yeah. He doesn't drink. He's you know he's always looking to kind of better himself. You only think you know if he doesn't if he doesn't make the side, then he will go away work twice yeah. as hard. And he's still a hell of an athlete and a hell of a player, I think. So yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know, I think it's a great problem to have because I think if Tipperick and Warburton have both play their best rugby. Honestly, I think they're both world class. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He will not. Wa- he will not want to be on the bench, and he'll raise. He'll raise his game. Mm-hmm. So it'll. It'll. Yeah, be a good thing. Okay. Oh, let's come on to you then. Yeah. Having seen. Um, having seen a lot more of, of Thomas Young than we have. Yeah. This guy the real deal. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he is. This season certainly he's come on. He's had. Um, 
he's had a lot more game time now um, for Wasps, partly down to injury initially. Mm. Um, so we've got a few guys kicking around, the likes of Sam Jones, who's been picked for England but got injured and stuff, and that's that's opened um, up opportunities for uh, for Thomas Young. Um, but yeah, watched him play uh, at the weekend against Leicester, um, and he of probably sorry man of the match and he was outstanding he was he was doing everything you know ball, ball in hand I think he's he um we're just talking about Tipperick there yeah. different sort of player but he understands what to do with the ball kind of going forward plus he's going to do all the all the sort of stuff you want a, a sort of open side to do um over the ball making tackles all the difficult stuff he, he sort of he doesn't look like the biggest guy in the world but he certainly hit, seems to hit with a bit of clout as well which I think is good um, can he can he play? You know, I know he wears six on yeah. his back, but he looks more of a seven. Yeah, so than I mean, anything. he wears six. Yeah. I mean, when we've got everyone fit, we play Haskell at seven, uh, which is fine. Obviously, plays there for England because there's no he's, six and a half shirt. Exactly, yeah, because he's he's but he's not exactly what you'd obviously call a conventional seven. Certainly, sort of size wise, you'd think international level he'd be better at seven and like I said he, he plays a bit more like that certainly in terms of if you're looking for a bit more of a link man in terms mm. of your forwards and uh, and your backs like um, he set up one of the tries at the weekend against Leicester made a lovely break and he's having a look he had that, options yeah. inside outside I and mean, he's having a little look he understands when to step yeah. and just and, and, and give a pass and things like that so um, and it's something, that's something that's yeah. been missing from the Welsh side for a while yeah. is everyone said it's been very formulaic and playing to a plan and yeah. overcoached, and you need someone to. And I know, admittedly, I, I saw that, and it was a yeah. simple three on one. Yeah. But they're the kind of things Wales have bungled. You know, Jonathan Davis yeah. has bungled that at, at international level. But yeah. people talk about that as a sort of simple, yeah, three on one, two on one, or whatever. Um, but it's amazing how often lots of different players get that mm. wrong. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he doesn't seem to make a lot of errors. Um, and so yeah I, I think he's, he's really decent the, the only other thing I've, I've heard said about him as well is last year we had George Smith there I think mm. to be honest has done the whole back row at Wasps the, the, the sort of world of good obviously giving them a few pointers and they've clearly picked up bits from from him there but um, yeah what, one of the ex-players I can't remember who it was was, was saying that um, if ever there's a, a sort of 50-50 die obviously his dad's coaching yeah. the team has been super super hard and if there's ever a 50-50 he goes with the other guy yeah. he's just like he doesn't want to be seen as there being any sort of nepotism or anything there um, but I think at the moment he gets into that back uh, really? back row on yeah. and obviously they're one of the best sides in well, the top of the tree aren't they at the moment in England so. he is um, he is in a very good side yeah isn't he yeah um, well this, this is a really interesting point actually because when I was texting you about it Ollie you were saying Actually, that that's one of the big strong points yep. is that he is shining, and he looks like one of the best players in yep. one of the best sides in Europe, rather than shining in a, you know, slightly weaker side. If someone yeah. was shining for the regions, I don't know. It's, well, there it's, is, yeah, there is that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, it, it certainly helps, doesn't it? Putting you in yeah. the shot window, obviously. For uh, it'd be interesting to see how he go. You know, yeah, how he goes. You know, if uh, if you know if, if if your boys were struggling, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a class act, isn't he? Yeah, no, he's he's definitely come on. Um, certainly, you know, from a purely English point of view, I don't think there'd be any discussion he'd be in the the bearing in mind we're looking for a you know a seven, yeah. seven. I don't think there'd be any shadow of a doubt that he'd be in that that training squad for England. Oh, that's interesting, really interesting actually. Yeah. And and you know, Haley names his uh, names his squad next week, so we'll wait and see. But he's someone who's not covered. You know, he's not excluded by uh, by Gatlin's law. 
And if if you are going to pick players on form, then mm. it really does seem like you'd, it would be criminal to leave him out of the squad. There's a load of other players. I know. They're getting the back row as well, haven't they? I mean, Moriarty's stepped in and done a, a sterling job for Wales in the six or eight shirt so far. I think he did really, went really well in the autumn. Spoil for choice. Yeah, James Davis has been great. Maybe less so this season. Yeah. But he won't stand a chance of getting in that squad, I don't think. You've got Ellis Jenkins, Will Boyd, Ollie Cracknell, all these guys. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's really, yeah, it's really, really tough. There's going to be some disappointed disappointed players. And we've got to look at the balance as well, haven't we? If that's so important now. Yeah. Of, uh, of who can yeah who can, who can can fill what role. So. Yeah, yeah. The, the only thing I'd add to that is, um, obviously, Tipperick's playing incredibly well at the moment. Um, I don't think you could play him and Thomas Young's in the same back mm. row. Internationally, I just yeah. I think you'd need a bit more size on one of the flanks there. Yeah, that's an interesting point. So yeah, that again that comes in yeah. with your balance. At five eleven, yeah, you couldn't go. You couldn't so match you could so. you could in theory yeah. go with Young's at six and Warburton at seven. Yeah, but you couldn't go with a necessarily you know, in your yeah, opinion yeah. or with a. I mean, you probably lose, you definitely lose an line out option. Let's put it if you start looking at nuts and bolts like that in the in the back row if you mm. play Thomas Young there because he's probably. Too small to be effective, I'd have thought in the line. Yeah, uh, Although, uh, but then it's you know, a great option. Actually, yeah. In there, yeah, if, yeah. If, we did, if we did, you know, if we did put Tips and him together, it could be, you know, it could be devastating. You know, who knows? Yeah, yeah that's it. it. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's a, yeah. obviously an enormous. You start, gamble, you start to rely on your flankers as halfbacks yeah. and create stuff every yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. A bit I just started cool. thinking then, bloody hell, that could be, yeah. could be absolutely incredible. You know. It but is, then you've yeah. got like a po- yeah, if you got more yeah. of a Pocock Cooper thing. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, potentially really exciting, but. No doubt that uh, yeah. no doubt that Hayley's going to pick James King and Robin Sowden Taylor. Uh, <laughs> might be, I might be stretching it a little bit. I'm going to bring it back to the to the kind of overarching theme of um, of captaincy now. Is captaincy that important, Dan? Start with you on that one. Captaincy's huge, yeah. Um, but there's a, number, I think a lot of teams have a number of captains. Don't mm. they? I mean, Alan Wynne Jones is not is not the Welsh captain. But he is—he's—he's he's, he's, he's you know—he's he's one of the leaders, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it has—it has—it's a—it's a, it's a huge role. Um, and if coming on to the the Lions chat for me, Alan Wynne Jones, it's going to be so so important to bind the midweek team. The midweek team, yeah, it's it's one team, isn't it? It's one, mm. and we need someone that uh, that's going to be able to be a link between between the two. So it's going to be a talker as well. And Alan Wynne Jones can do. All I think he can do everything. He leads on the pitch, but he's also he's an inspirational figure. Um, it helps as well that he's a he's a bloody big bloke. Um, so yes, man, yeah, cap, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge thing. Yeah. What do you think, Ollie? And obviously the the most uh, experienced captain amongst <laughs> us all. Um, I think actually for for Wales, slight I think slightly less so at the moment, just yeah. because you've got a more settled side. Um, I think. Increasingly now, obviously, the game professional as it is, the one of the most important things is just being able to keep the team on message and understanding mm. what's going on in the heat of battle kind of thing and the decisions that you kind of need to make. Um, clearly, when you're coming together as a sort of international team and stuff, bringing everyone together, I think, yeah, you, you de- I mean, yeah, having a big personality in that is, is key. I mean, there aren't a lot of great successful sides that haven't had good captains, let's put it that way. Um, and you certainly need someone there you can kind of get behind, which is obviously where I think Alan Wynne Jones sort of fits the fits yeah. the mould there for you. But I mean there are yeah, it's it's difficult, isn't it? Because like you say, the 
the top teams now, you, they look to a, a leadership. They all talk about leadership groups, don't they? I think that's that's what I think it comes down to. Control in different areas, kind of thing. That's what I think it comes down to. Is you need leaders within a side, and there are naturally going to be characters who are less, you know, who want to be led more, and that's mm. why you need those people there and make the right decisions at key times. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I, I sometimes think that the captaincy thing it can be a bit of a figurehead. You know, like I said. What was important is really you could have Alan and Jones leading that side. Sam Walton is still going to be doing a, a leadership role in there yeah. by leading by example. So I think it's you know there's different roles, different blends. I suppose the the one thing that's slightly different with rugby to you know say a, a sport like football is that communication with a ref, yeah. which is you know is so kind of pivotal and famously why Gatland gave. Warburton the yeah, role in he 2013. Does a, really, he does a really good job on that. He's kind of teacher's side. pet, really, yeah. isn't he? You yeah, know? he is. And and I think that's something Alan and Jones has probably got better at. He's kind of less emotional than than he was. And it was kind of the same with the O'Connell O'Driscoll thing with Ireland, wasn't it? You know, Bod was yeah. a bit more measured. We used to joke at the early days of when Bod was missing yeah. and O'Connell captain the side. He'd be like, oh, kick from the corner, lads, yeah. kick from the corner. He was like, so kind of pumped yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every side he's played in has said that he's undoubtedly the greatest, you know, one of yeah. the greatest leads you will ever come across. So, yeah. you know, I do. I think there's. It's just about having yeah. different roles and, and different things within there. With, with, with the cap, with the captaincy as well. We we need we need a figurehead at the moment in Wales. I think. Yeah. Um, we're looking to change the way in which we play, and we're looking to. With that's going to come new people coming in, and for me, we need we need a we need a big voice. Um, and Alan Wynne Jones, everyone, everyone will, yeah. everyone respects him. The, the, some of the youngsters that are going to be coming into the team, um, with all the change that's going on, it's it's just definitely needed, in my opinion. Yeah, and I, actually, I think where you've got a head coach who's uncertain, you know, and he's, he's kind of struggling to to have a connection with with the Welsh rugby going public, it helps to have someone who's universally kind of revered. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, you know, and I, th- I think Sam was, but Sam's not this kind of big outlandish character. You know, Alan Wynne Jones is very, even just the way he sings the anthem, you know, the cameras automatically go for yeah. Alan, Alan when he's singing the anthem because it's that kind of, that fierce passion. I think that just, that is kind of yeah. what Welsh fans and want to see. Thinking about captain. that, Howley always sort of strikes, Howley and Sam Walton kind of strike you as similar kind of guys yeah. in terms of temperament. And so maybe having that, uh, you know, you've got a bit more of that vis- vi- uh, visible passion. Yeah. from Alan Wynne Jones kind of is a nice, a nicer balance when you start thinking about how the coach and the captain are kind of working together as well. Yeah, um, I to d- get a message. I, I, I think you're right, and that'll be that'll be really interesting to see kind of how it plays out. But I suppose as we kind of start to wrap this up a bit, I guess you know, like we like we've already said, I think Sam Walton's done a great job as as captain. I also think that it's not the last time you've seen him captain a Wales side. He's a more than able deputy. And I also think that he might step in and want to do it. You know, at some point in his career, Alan Wynne jones might have a, a, a bad run of form and wants to concentrate on his game. No one knows. So, you know, I don't think we've seen the last of him. How do you think Sam's going to be remembered, Dan, as a, as a captain? He's, he's going to be lauded, isn't he? He's you know, held, held right up there. He's done an amazing, amazing job for us. But we need, you know, change... We do the change. Change is often good, and um, yeah, a lot of you know the Welsh rugby fans will uh, will be very, very respectful towards him and and hold him in the highest esteem. Have you got a, you got a favourite memory with Sam as captain? Favourite memory? I, I just think overall he's just done a 
he's just done a brilliant job from not being for not being an out and out captain then. Mm. Um, and so he must he was it was probably a really really well it was a really daunting prospect for him wasn't it? And just the way in which he's he's sort of adapted then is is incredible. Really. What about you? I mean, do you, how, how do you think as a if I can call you a neutral as an England fan? <laughs> How do you think Wolves is going to be kind of remembered as a captain? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, from a sort of English perspective, certainly someone we've always kind of respected, I think. You, you sort of look at him, he doesn't do a lot wrong, does he? The way the guy conducts himself is is um, top draw. Um, I was lucky enough to be out in Australia for the last Lions tour, so obviously see a bit of him yeah, out did you there. Ca- you captain on the midweek game, didn't you? Yeah, 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 track <laughs> yeah, aside, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ollie's donuts, but um, <laughs> uh, but no. Funnily enough, I mean it. It wasn't the greatest game in the world to watch, but I remember being sat in the stadium watching the second test. He was incredible. Um, that and day. some, you know, how sometimes you watch stuff and when you see things live, you you, you see stuff you don't what you see see on yeah. TV, and you just the amount of work the guy got through, and just he was unbelievable. He ran. I'm not surprised he was injured at the end because he ran himself into the ground. He was everywhere, and you think. Geez, he really is the real deal kind yeah. of thing. He, you couldn't have asked any more from him. So that that actually is probably my. I watched that. I watched memory. that test from my uh, from my living room, and yeah. I remember thinking, "Geez, that's that's probably the best I've ever seen him." Mm. And I'd always been a fan of him, but there was there was one point towards you know like thirty eight minutes on the clock. You're getting towards that half time stage in a really tight game, and someone took the ball into contact, and four Australians swarmed swarmed on it and honestly he held the ball and recycled possession with four men kind of flying in at him you just thought wow that's a serious yeah. serious specimen there I thought he was brilliant on that tour and although we didn't win that game yeah. we were arguably better in that game than we were in the first I yeah. think uh, so yeah you know, I think that's you know there's, there's that there's also the you know kind of having picked up a couple of um, couple of Six Nations titles as, as captain as well having led them to, a, to the semi-final of of a Rugby World Cup and kind of you know, got very close to a final. I think my favourite memory is arguably the uh, the win over England last year at, at Twickenham, um, possibly, I think. Thanks, just, thanks for reading that. Yeah, <laughs> just, uh, I, you know, just talking about leadership. The on the Cape was, I was at the, in the stadium for that one. It yeah, was my I birthday. knew. <laughs> we lost the World Cup. <laughs> Unbelievable. Jeez. Yeah, I, um, I watched that game when we were away on holiday and I was so nervous. I woke up <laughs> at six in the morning and uh, it was kickoff was eight, wasn't it? But yeah. fortunately, yeah, kickoff was day. fortunately kickoff was because uh, we were um, we were in kind of Central America. Kickoff was like two p.m. local time. But I was like, I was a wreck that day. <laughs> I just, honestly, I was just like, oh god, what if we lose this game? What if we lose yeah. this game? And I kind of expected us to. And when all the backs went off injured, that's the moment where I thought he showed some incredible leadership. Was kind of rallying the troops, and and England should have put us to bed that day. And kind of suffered a bit from the pressure and not having the leaders in that yeah. side and certainly not the leaders they do now. So I think that was the moment where I kind of, there was a point where, you know, he kind of gathered the troops and went, right, this game is still ours to, to come out and win. So I don't know, that'd, that'd definitely right be my there. one. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I think there's, I think there's loads of, uh, loads of kind of good memories yeah. to look back he's, on. He's been an outstanding captain. No, I think so too. Uh, but yeah, an exciting new era ahead with, with Alan Wynn taking the, uh, taking the armband. Although there isn't really an armband, is there? No. <laughs> yeah, that's always kind of a bit of a weird expression, but nonetheless, I think that's a really suitable point to bring us to. Um, if you actually, if you know why it's called the armband in rugby, even though there isn't one, actually, I know the answer to that. It's just because yeah. it's come from football, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if I had enough time, I'd edit that out. I'm not going to. Yeah. yeah, 
let us know. Tell you what, rather than letting <laughs> us know about that, let us know who you'd like to see as uh, as Wales captain and you know and how you think Alan Jones is going to get on. So you can get in touch with us uh, on Facebook at Attacking Scrap. Oh, balls that up, I'm not. You can get in touch with us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash attacking scrum or you can get in touch with us on Twitter at attacking scrum and leave us a review on iTunes uh, and uh, give us a give us a subscribe on there as well part two coming up very very shortly Tons of fire on Podcast Network.